In case you haven't noticed, we love podcasts. In fact, we love building podcasts, everything from development to production. Because of all that, we're building a -a one-of-a-kind podcast network. If you have a podcast or looking to launch a new podcast, then we should talk. You can message me on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz or hit us up any way that works for you. Let's talk about your podcast joining this one-of-a-kind podcast network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to From the Players Podcast. I am Sydney Supley, where I'm here for all of you past, present, and future players. This is a place where we keep it real and hear from athletes on who they are beneath the jersey and off the fields. I'm Sydney Supley. I'm your host. From the Players is presented by Sports Epreneur and part of Cash Source Podcast Network. Today, we have the incredible Jasmine Williams. You all probably know her and love her from TikTok, Instagram, and all the social media where she blew up as Jazz Sievers, somebody who was always dancing when they were off the field. But now she is so much more than a player. She is a mother, a wife to an adorable baby Z, all while being a stellar shortstop for UCF softball and hitting mom home run bombs left and right. Stay tuned as we dive into our journey through handling being an influencer, becoming a mom, finding a supportive partner, and chasing her dreams not only for herself, but to be an inspiration for her son and other women out there. Welcome, everybody. And we are back with our very own Jasmine Williams. Oh my goodness, let me tell you, her resume is literally forever long. I mean, she is the shortstop for UCF. She is a social media influencer, TikTok star, you know, hits mom bombs every weekend. The list goes on and on. And Jasmine, I don't know how you do it all. Like, please talk me through. You were just saying you drop your son off at daycare. How are you able to balance and stay at the top of the game while being an incredible mother as well? Yeah, you know, it's difficult sometimes and you kind of get like the mom guilt because I'm not at home all the time or get to spend every waking moment with my son or with my husband. But that's where my husband comes into play. And honestly, I wouldn't be able to do literally any of this without him. He was the one who actually like pushed me into like coming back, finishing when I started. So if he hadn't done that, I don't know if softball would still be in the like picture for me right now. So I kind of just have to like thank him for like believing in me and knowing that like I'd be able to bounce back and to prove people wrong and to also be like a role model for people who are in my situation or those who think that it's not possible, like you can do whatever you want. You have a supportive team behind you and that's basically what he is for me. So he's just like the biggest blessing in my life and literally why I'm able to do what I do. And I know that he can take care of our son, you know, when I'm on the road. And so I have like no worries and I can focus on what I need to get done. And I think that's why we work so well as a team together. 
I love that so much. And really with this podcast, like I want to talk about so much more than just softball, but really like the lives behind the players who, you know, people are turning on their TV every weekend and seeing. And so I want to talk more about kind of that relationship with him because I think it is so beautiful. And as college athletes, it's so hard to find somebody who Mm -hmm. can support you. And then he's supporting you, not only being a college athlete, but being your husband, being, you know, the father to your child. And what are some key things that you guys have learned along the way and that you feel like he brings to the table where maybe people should look for in a partner to be that supportive person? Mm -hmm. So for us, communication is huge. Even just like little things of like communicating what's going on that day, what we have planned so that we know what we need to get done. And then also on off days, like using that time to spend together and to still keep our relationship young and fun. Because sometimes, you know, we are so young, but I feel like we have a lot on our plate and we have a lot of responsibilities. So sometimes we can take it too serious or forget like we're literally 22. Like, let's relax. Like, (laughs) go have some fun, whatever. So I think just cherishing time with your partner and not taking little things for granted, like giving each other hugs or Mm. kisses or like stuff like that, because it is important and it will keep your relationship alive and young and fun and healthy. And also communication, like, yeah, relationships are always going to have its struggles and stuff. But as long as you you try to communicate and not try to respond to what they're saying, but actually listening and seeing where they're coming from is always huge and always going to be such an important thing in not only life, but Mm -hmm. like just to keep everything healthy and going. And also we've just learned so much about each other over the years. Obviously right away, We didn't know that much about each other, but our relationship kind of just flourished and we kind of rushed into things really fast. So Mm -hmm. in the beginning, we still didn't know everything about each other. And honestly, we're still learning new things about each other every single day, which I think is exciting because it's exciting to learn new things about someone regardless who they are. And so I think just even in a marriage, you're going to continue, no matter how long you've been married, you're going to continue to learn more about that person and learn how to love them more each and every single day. So I think that's kind of the level that we're on and how we work so well is that we understand each other a mm-hmm. lot better now than we did before and we know what each other needs. And I think that's why our relationship is continuing to thrive and why we're in the position that we're in today. I love that. I mean, you guys are so incredibly wise beyond your ears. Like it is truly, truly incredible. You know, at this time, you're just trying to learn those things about what you're looking for in a partner and you guys have been able to navigate. It's like you said, you didn't know him, you know, maybe as well as you know him now when you started, you know, when you had your child and everything, but the way you've been able to grow together is honestly such an inspiration and should be a goal for everybody listening. Definitely a goal for myself too. And just hearing you talk about it, which is so amazing. But I want to talk a lot about how you decided to come back after being a mom. I mean, kind of talk me through that journey 
I'm sure there were some difficult moments in WOW and maybe you questioned whether or not, but you're here, you're doing it. And not only are you doing it, but you're absolutely killing in it as well. Thank you. Okay, so basically when I found out that I was pregnant, I was like, okay, like, let's see what happens. Because obviously I found out really early into my pregnancy. I think I was maybe four weeks pregnant. So I knew right away and anything could happen. So it's like, you never know with pregnancies. And I'm so young, like it's my first baby. You never know. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. I told my coach basically right away and she was super supportive. And then I didn't want to tell anyone yet for Mm -hmm. obvious reasons because I didn't want to make this announcement and then end up losing the baby or Mm. having it become this big thing. So I put it off as until I couldn't anymore, I guess. And I was kind of told to announce it to my team and to social media you know, and then it became this big thing and no one knew if I was going to come back. And now I'm like not this role model anymore because I'm pregnant. So Mm -hmm. it was like, it was a lot of love and hate, Mm -hmm. which you're going to get with anything. But I think that was kind of like the biggest eye opener to me. That was like, wow, like all these people really only care about is like whether I perform on the field or Mm -hmm. not. So that was kind of like heartbreaking in a way. But I think it also made me stronger because it made me more motivated to come back and to try to be like, just because I'm a mom now doesn't mean that I can't do the things that I did before I was a mom. Mm. So my husband, well, boyfriend at the time, but my husband was really motivated as well and was like, you need to come back and you need to show everyone that you can do this and that you're going to be successful and I'm going to be right behind you no Mm. matter what you want to do. We can move back to Oregon. We can do this wherever you want to go. So I think that was just really special and motivating for me to know that if I really wanted to do this, I could. I just think the hardest thing for me was to try to bounce back right away and I think I took like a year and a half of softball off, like didn't even pick up a ball, didn't swing a bat, like did absolutely nothing. So that was crazy. Yeah, that was kind of discouraging. (laughs) When I went back into like the cages for the first time, I was like, oh gosh, I don't know how this is going to go. But we would literally pack up baby Z, newborn in the car. We would go to the cages. He would feed the machine to me. Our son would be in his stroller asleep and we would just rep it out in the cages or he would throw me front toss. He didn't know much about softball before he met me, but now he's like, he loves softball. He loves to watch it. He loves to help me work out. He was making me fitness plans, like having me go to the gym to get back into it. Like he was all in. And so really it was like, he's literally the reason why I'm here and why now I'm at UCF, which is just such a blessing now. I think last year wasn't the year that I wanted to have just mentally and physically. So I think 
this year and what I'm going to do this year is what I wanted to happen last year, Mm -hmm. but it didn't happen, but that's okay because it's still a part of my journey. So we're really excited where we're at right now. And I'm excited for this season and to play behind such amazing people and with an amazing coaching staff. I actually played for Coach Bear a few years ago on the Junior Olympic team. So that's how me and her like connected when I was like in the portal and stuff. So I think just everything happened for a reason for me. And I just trust that this is literally the path I was always supposed to take and to have. And I just really love where I'm at right now. Okay. You touch on literally so many things that I want to dive deep into because there are so many good points in that. First, social media can be a cruel world. It can be an amazing world and a cruel world. And I want to dive deep into that. But really, the huge reason behind this podcast is... The sport of softball is growing like at such a rapid pace. It's incredible. And, you know, as softball players, we're getting much more TV time. You know, we're getting bigger fan bases, better followings, but they really only know us for who we are on the field. And that's like my whole goal behind this because you can relate to it. As an athlete, it is so much just about, you know, our stats. People come to see us and see how we perform. And that's solely what they know us as and mm-hmm. what they judge us on. And this is really just a space so people can get to know you. Like they can get to know your story. They can get to know your incredible husband, your baby boy, like everything. Like they get to know about who you are as a person because to me, that's, literally the greatest part about sports is like you get to follow somebody because you know their story. So then you're even more invested in their play, in their game, and you can support them for who they are as human beings and not just players. So with that being said, you have obviously taken off from, gosh, a few years ago now, really. I feel like it started with like your TikTok dances Mm -hmm. and everything with your Haley Cruz and all of that. And how has that been just, you know, being so young and having such a huge following to navigate the followers, sometimes the negative comments. And then, you know, you bring your husband into it, your boyfriend at the time and, and having a child, how have you been able to work through that? Yeah. So I think when me and Haley's videos first went viral or whatever you call it, We weren't expecting it at all. Like it kind of came out of literally nowhere. And I honestly didn't even want to post the video. Like at the time I was so, I wouldn't say shy, but I was still like not a big, like, I don't know. I just was so like embarrassed kind of in a way. Just like, this is like, no one does this. Like (laughs) It was before the time. Like you guys started the trend. It really was. It really was before the time. No one was doing it. And Haley was like, let me just post it on Twitter. Like literally like <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> like, and I was like, okay, fine. So then she did it and then that blew up. So then she posted it on Instagram and TikTok wasn't even a thing yet. I don't think at this point. So it was just like, it blew up on both platforms. And then people were like, do another one, do another one. So then we just made up our dances, did them. And we were like, wow, like... Every time we posted, we would gain thousands and thousands of followers. And it was just like crazy, like exposure and helping, not even helping Oregon softball come on the map again, because that year was crazy. 
we had everyone leaving. It was mm-hmm. just a big, you know, blow up. Yeah. But helping the sport of softball, I feel like a lot more people were invested just trying to see what was going on because they were like, oh, like there's these two girls, like didn't even know softball was a thing on TV. Like, so it was getting way more attention. And so I think that's why also we kept doing it because we were like, this is great exposure for the sport. I have to tell you really quick. I literally can't tell you how many, like, you know, I get to college. I'm a football player. It's like, you meet somebody, you meet a football player. Like, oh, you know, what do you play? I play softball. Oh, like, do you know Haley and Jess? Like, literally the only question I ever got. People didn't need to follow the sport, but they just knew you and they knew the sport. So you guys were huge ambassadors for the sport. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it was, it was literally such a crazy time. And so then when TikTok became a thing, she just posted all of our videos at once and they all blew up on TikTok, like all got over a million views. Like her platform went crazy. Like I didn't even have a TikTok at this point. And so then when I did get a TikTok, I didn't post any of the videos because I was like, that's all you, you got. (laughs) So yeah, it was crazy. And then at one point, we both had over like a hundred thousand followers like on Instagram, which is like crazy at that time. It was like 2019, like oh my gosh. Even before COVID, like even before TikTok really blew up, like it was just so crazy. So we were just trying to navigate how social media even worked at that point. And no one really knew. Mm-hmm. Like even at Oregon, we didn't have anyone helping us try to manage our accounts or anything. Mm. Like we kind of were just figuring it out on our own, which is kind of scary because we were getting a lot of hate at the time too. And we were even getting hate from like other softball players because everyone thought it was weird what we were doing. But it was like, now everyone's doing it. So it's it's funny to see how the world works and how trends come and go or whatever. But yeah. And then when when COVID happened, I feel like is when I really started to try to navigate TikTok and to see Mm -hmm. if I could build like a platform for myself on there. And I was, and that was really exciting because it was like actually a goal of mine. Like, okay, now I'm going to try to take it more serious and to try to build it better. And I did. And so that was really fun and something I love to do because I love to dance. I've always loved to dance. I love to come up with choreography and stuff. Like literally when I was a little girl, bring it on and step up for like (laughs) my movies, like knew the dances, like was teaching everyone that would listen to me. Like I was so annoying with it. I love it. I love it. But yeah. So when I ended up getting pregnant, I was really scared to announce it just Mm because I knew not only that I was, you know, having a baby, I was young. I was like a sophomore or going to be a junior in college. So I knew a lot of people are going to say a lot of things. But not only that, but we live in such a racist world that, Mm -hmm. you know, my boyfriend, my husband, he's Black. Like, I knew that was going to be a whole other conversation. We were together for a few months, but we hadn't posted each other or anything. So it kind of looked like it was out of nowhere. And so I was like, oh, they're only together because she got knocked up or whatever. 
Yeah. And so I knew that was going to be another conversation and which it was. And so when I posted, I think if you go back and look at my pregnancy post announcement, it has like over a thousand comments and majority of them are very racist, very cruel. I had moms hating on me, moms Mm. dating me, telling me that I was a terrible role model for their child now and that people that looked up to me, they're not allowed to follow me anymore. They're not allowed to like watch my games, like all of this stuff. And so that was really hard to try to understand because I'm like, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm still the same person. I just, you know, I'm having a baby just because I'm having a baby that makes me like not the same person. Like I was very confused and just very hurt. So that was really, really hard. I was losing so many followers. I think after I announced my pregnancy, I lost like 15,000 followers or something crazy like that. And the same thing happened with TikTok. And I was just like, wow, like really all people care about is like, if I'm first team all pack or if I'm hitting all ones or like literally all my accomplishments. So that really sucked. And it also, it also hurt personal relationships too with like my family members. And so my mom and my brothers were really the only ones who were supporting me through that time. I lost connection with my dad through that. And you know, still to this day, we don't really have a relationship, but it is what it is. That's, that's how social media works. That's how the real world works. If people don't agree with what you're doing, they're going to let you know. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Right. But at the end of the day, you know, I wouldn't change anything. And social media is what it is. I'm thankful for social media because it made me into this influencer and gave me the platform that I do have. But it also is just hard because there's a lot of expectations that go along with it. I mean, first of all, like such a heartbreaking and incredible story all in one. And, you know, it's so interesting hearing you talk about how people are, you know, saying you have to stop following her. You're not an inspiration to my daughter. And it's like, I literally reached out to you to be on this podcast because I see you as somebody like empowering woman. And I hope that your story and people can see that transition, but it never stops. Like even when you had a child, now look at what you're doing being a mom and being a woman. One of the most like biggest blessings that we have is that our body can have a child, you know, God willing. And the fact that you're able to do that, raise your son, still be a college student and then an athlete and be there for your husband. Like that just shows about how strong you and women are. And like, that is literally incredible. And, you know, society wants to go and praise the mom who's able to work and have a nine to five, which is amazing. But yours is like an eight to 10. You know what I mean? Like you're literally on the clock all day, every day. And I just like have so much respect for you and your story. And that's the one thing you lose social media followers, but you realize like that those people weren't in it for the right reason. And you rather have the right people around you in life, the right family members, the right friends. But it's a hard pill to swallow, especially being, you know, a young woman. And I guess, do you have any quick recommendations that you could give to, you know, maybe a younger girl listening who's trying to navigate social media 
about like, how can you read into it, but not read into it too much and just focus on who you are as a person, because that's what really counts. Mm -hmm. I think I would just say like, don't focus on the negative things because most of the time, the people who are saying negative things about you don't even know you, haven't even met you in real life. They just want to get under your skin and they just want to get your attention for two seconds when it's like, those aren't the people that you should be caring about what they Mm -hmm. say. The people you should be caring about is the people who literally know you, love you, support you because those people are always going to do that no matter what you're going through. And social media is literally such a cruel place that people love to just bully for no reason because they have nothing better to do because, oh, they don't get the attention. So now we're going to bully someone else so that my comment blows up or that they DM me and tell me to stop because now I have their attention. Because let me tell you, there have been multiple times where I've responded to someone and I've called them out. And then all of a sudden they're like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. You are such a great softball player. (sighs) Like trying to get an excuse to talk to you by trying to be me, which I'm like, how do you think that makes sense? Mm -hmm. It's hard, but social media is also such a fun place. So don't take it too seriously. Have fun with it. Be yourself. Just be young and enjoy it. And then if you don't like someone, just block them or just turn your comments off so that you don't even have to worry about it. But yeah, at the end of the day, just don't focus on those people. Only focus on the people who genuinely know you and care about you. Such such good stuff. And okay, we need to dive into softball for a little bit before we get to what everyone wants to hear about, which is baby Z as we wrap (laughs) it up. But Let's talk about, you know, obviously you had three seasons at Oregon and you decide to go to UCF. Like you touch a little bit on, you know, maybe the reason behind that decision, but then how has UCF embraced you in open arms and, and give us a little insight on this opening weekend where you went off. I mean, I saw highlights of, like I said before, mom bombs, like it was a bomb home run that you literally hit and your catch it shorts up. <laughs> yeah, give us it all. <laughs> weekend was so exciting. So I actually only played two real seasons at Oregon. So oh, this gosh. is yeah, so this is technically my third year of softball. I played my freshman year. Mm-hmm. My sophomore year was like COVID, so that doesn't really count. And then I played my like senior year. So yeah. I was only freshman senior year, which is crazy. Wow. But So yeah, this is technically my third year. So basically, the original plan was that I just wanted to come back for just one more year, just like I said before, to to prove everyone wrong, to do it for myself, to do it for my family, to show my son that, you know, sometimes you are going to come across obstacles and you're going to have to decide whether you want to push harder or you're just going to be like, you know, it is what it is. So, but I wanted to show him that his mom knew that she could go back and that she would be able to perform and that she could get the things done that she wanted to get done before he was even born. So after last season, I wasn't satisfied with my season or just our season as a whole. Mm -hmm. But I knew that I wanted to change. And our original plan is that we also wanted to move back to Florida. My husband's originally from Tampa. So I wanted to end up in Florida some way, somehow. 
and his family also lives here. So we kind of want to be closer to family and everything. So I was like, okay, maybe we'll just put my name in the portal. And then if a school in Florida reaches out, then it's meant to be. If not, I'll just be done. It is what it is. I'll be fine either way. That's crazy. First of all, I did not realize that that was even a thought for you. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah. gosh. Well, thank goodness the softball world gets two more years of you, but <laughs> keep going, keep going. Yeah. So, so right away I had schools reaching out, but they were all like West Coast. Mm. And I was like, oh, like, man. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, a few days later, I get a DM at like 6 a.m. in the morning and it's from Coach Bear, who is my coach now. And she's like, hey, Jazz, like, (laughs) portal, like, would you be interested in taking a visit? Yada, yada. And I honestly didn't know much about UCF until last year, Mm -hmm. until their incredible run. And I actually had a teammate at Oregon who had just transferred from UCF. So she would watch like a lot of their games. And so that's kind of how I knew some of the girls, not personally, but Mm -hmm. just like from afar and knew who they were and stuff like that. So we would always just be watching their games on the bus and stuff. And I love Coach Bear, just her as a human, her as a coach. I was able to play for her in 2019 on the Team USA Junior Olympic team. So I was already familiar with her. And that's kind of how we had our like more personal connection that she was literally just able to DM me. So I took the trip. We all went, me, my husband and my son. Absolutely loved it. Loved campus, loved the coaches, loved the girls. It just like, I just knew as soon as I started talking with everyone, I'm like, this is where we're supposed to be. This just feels right to me. And it's just such a good area for a family too. There's so much to do here. Like, we'll just take baby Z to Disney Springs or Disney World or whatever. Like, living his best life. (laughs) So it was like, there's just so many options here. And so Z was like, I think we should do it. I think we should just pull the plug. Like, let's just go. Let's do it. Like, whatever we need, we'll do. So we did. And honestly, literally the best decision that we've made together we're just so happy here. And he literally loves Coach Bear. Like they have their own little relationship. He's <laughs> friends with her husband. Like oh she has three little boys too. And is also in an interracial relationship with, you know, mixed babies. So we connect on like mm. deeper levels. Mm-hmm than I feel like most coaches and their players do. So we have a really great understanding like of each other. And she supports me so, so much, like just in every way. She does whatever she can for me. And even literally this past weekend after I hit my home run, she went and got baby Z from like the stands in between our like game break and like brought him in for me to be like, I have a surprise. Oh, that's amazing. So special. Yeah, Yeah, it's so special because like, you know, coaches don't do that. Like coaches don't really care that much. Like, but she knows how important I feel like being a mom and how important that is to me and being a wife. And she understands that because... Her kids are always running around at the fields. 
Her husband's always there. Like they are always there supporting her. And she knows that Z and baby Z do the same for me. So she tries to give me what she has, knowing that she can do that for me because I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, let me just bring my kid into the locker room. (laughs) You know, so it's such a great feeling knowing that I have a coach who sees me and doesn't judge me based off the fact like, oh, I'm a mom now. Maybe I can't do the same things that I did before, which I kind of experienced. But yeah, this past weekend was literally so amazing. I was so ready to just play. Mm-hmm. We've been scrimmaging against each other so much. Oh, <laughs> I can relate. It's like, uh, can I please see a different batter? Please. please. Literally, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've played pictures so many times. Like, <laughs> I'm ready for all of us to come together so that we all can just play and have fun and see what we can do together. So yeah, this weekend was really amazing. We always had like such big crowds and I hadn't experienced like opening day with UCF yet. So that was a great atmosphere. And all the teams were so fun to play against and just so respectful. Mm -hmm. And so that's always fun too. It was great competition. So yeah, it was just a lot of fun this weekend. And I'm guessing Baby Z and everybody... Was the family, your husband, his family in the stands? Yeah. So my husband and baby Z were in the stands at every game. They've become little celebrities. <laughs> my son. People just know who he is. So it's just funny. My husband will have people just talking to him throughout the whole game. And he's like, sometimes I miss things because people are just asking me a whole <laughs> bunch of questions. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. But, you know, he loves it. We love that we're in a position that we even get that type of attention, you know, Mm -hmm. and that people care to ask questions and to get to know him and get to know us on a deeper level, which I think is really important. So, yeah, the fans have been incredible. Everything's been so amazing. And so I'm really excited to see where this season takes us. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm so excited for you guys. And I mean, I've always had a lot of respect for the program and your coach, but in just hearing how, you know, you talk about her and how she's really just embraced who you are. And I'm sure she does with everybody on the team. And not only that, but like empowers you to be the best mom, wife, and player you can be. Because that's what it's all about. And the fact that she cares about you and your family is so, so wonderful. And lastly, before we go, we need to talk about Baby Z. I mean, you told me he turns two in April, which is literally so crazy because I remember watching like your YouTube video, I think you did with your husband of like the first like intro into meeting him and to think about him. Oh my gosh, probably walking, going to be running around the fields on his own soon. Like what is the life update with him? Okay. It's so crazy he's going to be two already because I feel like, like you said, I literally just made like the announcement and was just having a baby. But it's crazy that it's going to be almost two years ago. He is getting so big. Like he's understanding so much. He's so smart. Like he is so smart. Miss Rachel is honestly such a lifesaver. Don't know if you know who she is, but when you have kids, you're going to need Miss Rachel because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen her. But she has taught him so much just like from watching her videos. 
So he knows all these little nursery rhymes, like songs and just like dances and has a lot of fun. But, and he's also just running around like crazy. Like he doesn't walk. He (laughs) does not walk, but that's what keeps you in shape. (laughs) Oh gosh. He's so fast too. Like you can barely catch him. Like sometimes I actually have to run to like catch him because I'm like, (laughs) like, how do you run this fast? But no, he keeps us on our toes. He's such a lover boy. Like he's Mm -hmm. so sweet. And he's getting more familiar with like people now. So he'll like warm up to you once he sees you Mm -hmm. like more often. But at first he gets kind of shy, but it's really fun. He's so much fun. I love being his mom. I love being a mom in general. It's a really fun age right now because he's understanding a lot and getting his own little personality, which is so funny. He's honestly so funny. (laughs) But yeah, he loves mommy and daddy. Z likes to say that he's the favorite, but I think, I don't know. I think he likes us both in his own ways. (laughs) Depends on certain situations, right? Yeah, it depends on certain situations and also just... I mean, he could be with me one day, all day, and then I'm his favorite person. And then the next day, Z will be with him all day. So then he's the favorite. And so it kind of just switches off. But then if it's both of us, then he just has a blast. Like he loves having mommy and daddy with him. So, and it's fun when we get to do things as a family. But yeah, he will just be running around at the softball games. He likes to clap and cheer and give people fives so and he loves to watch like he'll sit there on z's lap and watch the game like it's so funny and i just like see him in the stands cheering i'm like he doesn't even know what's going on but since (laughs) other people are clapping he's clapping and cheering so yeah it's a lot of fun and i'm just very thankful that he gets to watch me do what i love to do and that they both get to experience this journey with me so I'm excited and I want him to talk soon so that he can be like, yeah, that's my mom. (laughs) I tell you, he is going to be that way. I mean, the fact of what he's been able to even see you do, like he is going to be so proud. And do you, I mean, what are your kind of your dreams and goals for him? I mean, he's already on the field. Are you hoping he's a baseball player someday or? Yeah, so we want to get him into... Literally any sport, any sport that he wants to play, we're going to have him try them all. But we're going to be really big on like doing what he wants to do. We're not going to force him like, oh, no, I want you to be a baseball player. So you have to play baseball. Like that's not fun for them. Mm -hmm. So we're going to let him choose his own path. Hopefully it's sport, (laughs) but if it's not, that's okay too. But I'm assuming it will be. He's very into, I would say basketball is his number one right now. He has his own little hoop in his room. I'm actually in his room right now, but he loves playing basketball, loves soccer. I'm teaching him to swing a bat off the tee and like to play catch right now. So he's learning that too. I think he's going to be very athletic. My husband played football. So, you know, it's in his genes. Oh, he's got all the good genes. 
Yeah, he he should be set. But <laughs> your work here is done between you two. <laughs> yeah, you never know. So we just want him to have so much fun with like playing sports and just doing things that he wants to do. So, so yeah, I'm hoping he goes down that path because I love watching sports games and I went to all my brother's games growing up when I could. So it's just always exciting and fun to cheer on other people. So yeah, I'm hoping that's what's going to happen. Oh, I love it. And for everyone listening too, they will have to follow along not only on your journey, but just being able to watch your son grow up. Baby Z is going to be such, such an incredible young man someday. Oh my gosh, just following in the footsteps of just who your husband is, how supportive he is to you and your dreams and for your family is so empowering. And if nobody's told you this recently, what you're doing is seriously so inspiring. And so many young girls should look up to you for what you've been able to do, how you've been able to come out on the other side of every obstacle and truly become a better person. And it has been such a pleasure to have you on this podcast. Jasmine, thank you so, so much for coming on. Thank you so much. That means literally so much to me. Like, truly, it does. Thank you for having me on. This was so much fun. I love just talking. I'm glad we actually got to talk face to face. Yes. So, yeah, this is really fun to do. Absolutely. Thank you. In case you haven't noticed, we love podcasts. In fact, we love building podcasts, everything from development to production. Because of all that, we're building a one-of-a-kind podcast network. If you have a podcast or looking to launch a new podcast, then we should talk. You can message me on Twitter at Eric underscore Kaz or hit us up any way that works for you. Let's talk about your podcast joining this one-of-a-kind podcast network.